Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Well, today I want to start off and say today is my birthday. And I'm feeling a little, see, I got my Molly going on. I'm hanging loose, but I also got like this Jamaica undertone thing happening, you know, internally. So I'm in a tropical place, even though I'm in Northern California. So uh, I don't plan on jumping, jumping on, on the plane or anything like that. But today is my birthday. I'm hanging loose. And uh, I'm just glad I have this opportunity to, to share some of my energy with you guys today. All right, so birthday, yeah, one more time. I'm 48 years old, 48 freaking years old. Uh, I'm an empty nester and I'm in the best shape of my life and I'm loving life today, you know what I mean? So if people ask me like, yes, what are you doing? How are you gonna celebrate your birthday? I'm like, bro, like it's my birthday year. You know, I've heard week, I heard month, weekend. Like this year, the tiger, like all this stuff is happening in my life that, you know, I choose to pay attention to the light. And then I also look at the other challenges as things as an opportunity and, you know, opportunity to grow, which is basically, you know, my topic today. Is it my topic is basically, is it bad news? Or is it an opera or is it an opportunity to grow? Right. Like, is it really bad news? Like when you get that news, like. I realized I had some things that, that just came up for me and I realized when I got the news. I still had a choice on whether or not I was going to associate it being bad. You know, I still had a choice. It's like I had this news and I'm sitting there with this blank look on my face and I'm like, oh, my God. I actually have a choice on what I can do with this. And, you know, and, but before, before I was able to build that muscle, kind of had this default like program that just kicked in automatically without me even taking a step back and say, wait a minute, I can choose on how I'm going to receive this today. And, you know, for me, it's taking me years to have to, to develop a, a healthier relationship with the, you know, uh, but the bad news, you know, I've went through, you know, severe depression, uh, life always used to happen to me. You know, I was one of those people that, you know, why me? I used to say, why me all the time. And basically, you know, internally had that, I would say more of a, a victim mindset, you know what I mean? And in order to get out of that, I really, had to form a relationship with an understanding that, you know what, it's not going to go my way all the time. And then when it doesn't go my way, that doesn't mean I have to go to this dark place where this cloud is following me. Like this thunder cloud is following me wherever I go, you know, I get out of the bed, the thunder cloud is over me. I get in the car to go to work. The thunder cloud is over me. It's like, it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, recently, you know, I got some, I got some news. See, I didn't call it bad news. I got some news uh, recently. 
And uh, for some of you who don't know, I'm a triathlete and I've been nursing a ankle injury for about a year and a half now. And uh, when I went to the doctor's office, he looked at me, we were talking about some of the things that was going on. He's like, let me take another x-ray. So the x-ray part was really cool because it had this transformer x-ray machine that kind of went up and it spun around and I got to see some new technology. But when the x-ray came back, I heard him talking to his friend on the phone and then I didn't like the way it sounded. And then when he came in, he was like, well, let me show you what's going on. I'm like, oh, here we go, right? Uh, bottom line, I found out that I'm going to need surgery. And he told me that you can still do your races this year, but that may increase the chances of it being worse when he actually goes in there. Now you say, Theodos, well, why is that a big deal? Well, I've been training for Ironman races for this be my third year. First year, everything got shut down for COVID, right? Then last year, I got the ankle injury. And then the day of a race, it was canceled. So this year was supposed to be my year, right? I'm healed. I can run. And then I, got, I found out that I have to get surgery on my ankle. Now, a couple of things happened. The first thing that happened for me was the five-year-old internally. I could feel my eyes welling up. Like I, I felt the alligator tears coming because I'm like, you know, I'm sad because I didn't get to... I'm not going to be able to race again. Like, what's up with that? You know what I mean? Um, but then I realized it wasn't like it went past that. And I'm like, then why is this really bothering me? And I realized it's because I worked so freaking hard to develop a, a, a routine where my training didn't affect my business. I worked so hard to develop the mindset where I can get up at 3.15 in the morning and be in the pool by four in the morning, regardless of how I'm feeling, regardless if, if I have, you know, motivation or inspiration, you know, I, I set some things up in place where I was just in this mode, right? And the thought of stopping all that and learning how to do it again while healing from a surgery was just like, my, it was just, it was just too much going on, right? Um. But my point is that gave me an opportunity to look at my process on how I receive, you know, bad news, right? And it helped me go, wait a minute, Theodis, this is not your first rodeo. Let's go back in the archives. Let's look at some old journal entries and see how you've handled this before, you know? And it made me shift to uh, my business. I remember going on a listing appointment. And we had this new technology I was so proud of. I studied and I was like, all right, I'm going to go on this listing appointment. I'm going to show them this technology on how we're going to get their houses sold for the top dollar shortage amount of time. You know, all that, that blah, 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 right? And I thought the appointment went well. But after the appointment, the, uh, I didn't get a call. He said he was going to call in two days. Two days came and went. So I followed up and I asked him, you know, hey, just checking in. And he said that he decided to go with another agent. And I've learned, like, for me to get better, I asked, you know, well, I'm just curious. Is there something that, you know, I could have done to do, you know, to 
is there something that I could have done to make me be the agent that you chose that you chose? And the, the seller told me, it's like, you know what? You seem like a nice guy, but you were too salesy. I was like, salesy? Like, what's that? Like, what does he mean? I'm too salesy, right? And I wasn't, I was bummed I didn't get the listing, but it made me go back to the lab and see, okay, what, let me get my ego out of the way and say, and see what it is exactly. What was he talking about? But what I did is I went to that listing appointment and I was so like focused on presenting this new, these tools and technology that I forgot to listen, right? I forgot to listen to what was really important for the seller. Was it the top price or was it the fact they didn't, they weren't, they needed some help on the logistics on where they needed to move to. So I was totally oblivious to that because I went into, you know, the appointment with a great white shark mentality, right? Eyes roll back. I'm going to present this listing, uh, uh, you know, material and I'm going to get the listing. So although I didn't get the listing in that situation, it created an opportunity for me to go back and, and honestly look at, was I too salesy? Like, is there something I could have did differently? And what kept coming up out of that process of like just taking my inventory was the fact that I didn't listen. So now, fast forward, because of that opportunity where someone told me I was too salesy, I go on listening appointments, not listing appointments. I go on listening appointments and I take listings. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I go on listening appointments. Like sometimes I'll get an opportunity, a postcard to come in and someone to call. This one lady had, she was on the phone. She had her son from like USC on, 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 on the call too. So I'm like, I'm getting double teamed right out of the gate. And instead of panicking and going into my presentation, I listened. And that's the first thing that I put when I go, when I speak with a seller or a buyer, I, that's the first thing. Not the market, not my CMA, not my, you know, all these cool tools, not the app, not the, I listen. And I'm forever grateful for that because now when I go into listening appointments, there's no pressure for me to, you know, show off my new tools or, you know, hit, hit my chest like a silverback gorilla saying I'm the best agent in the world. It's like, I don't, it doesn't even go there. You know what I mean? It's just really about them me listening at a high level and me being able to determine, you know, what's, what, what skills, what tools, resources will bet will best fit whatever their needs are. So that was a huge win. Um, but yeah, I got a few things I want to touch on to just help improve, you know, how we could potentially receive news that we don't like. You see, I'm, I'm avoiding calling it bad news. We don't want to say bad news anymore. That's oh, That's like ancient. That's Flintstone. Like, you know, that's caveman. No more bad news. We can't, we're not allowed to use that anymore. Um, but I want to say, you know, be careful. You know, number one, be careful of, I see a lot of stuff about life hacks. You know, like everyone wants to hack stuff. Everyone wants to get from point A to point B faster. Well, last time I checked, any kind of hack, even in the movies, the hackers go to jail, 
they, they, they are, they get, you know, they get captured and then you have to work for somebody you were trying to hack into. And, you know, the hackers track record just, it's not that good, right? Like, so I don't know if I want to like get really good at hacking stuff, especially life hacks. And for me, like, when we hack, when we hack, when we take that shortcut, we, we skip the, the process. We skip the preparation. We, we, we fast forward on the journey. And it's like, that's the place where the challenges and the pressure is created, is generated. That's where the place where the pressure is created to, to generate the diamond, right? So if we skip the process, we skip the preparation, we skip the, tra- the challenges, but we get to the end, there's no diamond. There's no, there's no backbone. There's no resiliency. So what do you think is going to happen when you get some news that you don't like? <laughs> the chances are you're going to turn to that five-year-old, right? You're going to have a tantrum and go somewhere, cry in the corner and, you know, be mad about whatever for a week. Um, so, you know, be careful with the, the whole hack or trying to do the shortcuts because we can go online without, you know, I love the fact that we can search for stuff online. But what I don't like is that we can find the answer without really understanding the appropriate question. Does that make sense? Like that totally, that's like taking a piece of the brain out. It's like you have this answer, but you don't even know how you got there. And that's dangerous to me. That is like a loaded gun and you got it backwards and don't know it and the safety's off. You're just playing with it. Like, well, maybe not that bad, but. (laughs) But you hear what I'm saying? It's like, be careful with like, so one, one of the schools that our sons used to go to, one, I like their philosophy because they weren't about teaching the answer. They help kids, uh, they reverse engineer it to help kids formulate the appropriate questions, you know, because the appropriate questions will take you to other places. Uh, but yeah, watch out for life hacks. It's, it's not, it's, it's pretty, it's shiny. It may get you there quicker, but it's not sustainable. And chances are when you get hit over the head with life, you're, you're going to have a temper tantrum. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you got, I know you guys hear a lot, a lot of times I'm here to remind you, you know, sometimes we we take take our businesses and and life and figuring out, you know, quantum physics. We do this rocket science things with life. Uh, but it is really simple. It's not always easy, but it is really simple. So just remember that we get to, number two is we get to, not we have to. Like today, I was like, I get to get on Asian Power Hut on it with my hang loose shirt on today, you know? Or I get to like figure out how I'm gonna keep a positive mindset even though I have to go to surgery. You know, I eventually get surgery. And what's cool about that is after, you know, the me settling and accepting the fact that I'm going to get surgery, 
Now I'm excited about the, I get to get surgery. First of all, you know, some people don't have that ability to do that. I get to get surgery and I get to recover. And I have all these clips of, you know, Rocky Balboa running through the streets of Philadelphia, like chasing the chicken and training and I'm doing pull-ups with my boot on. I don't even have surgery. I haven't even got surgery yet, but I'm already doing pull-ups with my boot on. And so I shifted. Uh, yeah, so we get to. If you have a bad day, you get to have a bad day. Some people didn't wake up this morning, right? You get to have a bad day. You get to have an opportunity to flip the script and share that light with, with someone else. Uh, Number three is huge, huge for me. And it's something that I have to continue to, uh, to feed and cultivate is being present and still and, and, and being in a place where when someone dies that I care about, I, I celebrate their life more than I mourn their death. Celebrate rather than mourn. I was programmed to, when someone dies, be sad. But then I realized when I was like a kid, there were times I was at a funeral, right? And everyone's sad. But I was happy. I was like, man, Grandpa, I remember all this stuff Grandpa used to do for me and picturing him walking me to a store, he had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth with the ash just as long as the cigarette, but it never broke, Right. So I was happy and I found myself, I'm looking around, everyone's like, ah! and then I'm like, I'm forcing myself to be sad. I'm like, eh, you know, when I'm not even sad, I'm like, what is heck, you know, what's going on? And I realized that happens too, as adults, you'll see someone in there and it's in a bad space about, you know, we lose someone, but it's okay to be in a good space. Sometimes we have to be, we have to show people that, you know, it's okay to feel joy when someone passes. It's okay to celebrate. I'm like, I'm getting like shunned for being happy about grandpa. I remember that death look I got in my, from my auntie. I was like, ooh, man, I better start crying because she's over here. She see me laughing because the person who was singing at the funeral was horrible. So I'm like, <laughs> it was horrible. And I'm that type of person like, I don't care what's going on. If something is funny, I'm alive. I mean, it's not even a nervous reaction. It's just who I am, right? I'm in the funeral, everyone's crying and the person starts singing. I'm just like, I went from crying to like, damn, that is bad. Like, whoo! <laughs> Grandpa's gonna jump out and like, put her outside or something because it was, it was bad. But uh, anyways, yeah, so. Hey, how old were you? When that happened? Uh, I think I was like 15. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 15. It was, it was tough. It was tough. I've got the same problem. No, back to your, back to your list. But that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> All right. So number one, life hacks, be careful. Uh, two, we get to, not we have to, have to is so laborious. Like, ah, I have to go and get groceries, uh, you know, I have to go get my car washed or, you know, I have to, you know, I, we get kind of bougie when we say ha I have to like, dude, there's people in third world countries that are like, yeah, that, that part. 
So just be careful when the have tos come out because it, it can get pretty bougie and we, you know, it's not that serious, y'all. We get to uh, celebrate life. Celebrate life more than morning death. And number four, I'm gonna come back around to you guys on this. Uh, I touched on it before a while back, but taking cold showers. Cold showers. You know, I am over two years in a row. That's two years. Two years in a row where I've taken a cold shower every day. I am a changed person internally. Crazy. I'm a super emotional guy. Like, you know, not like, yeah, but I'm just an emotional guy. I get fired up. You know, I feel everything extremely intensely, like on the, on the gut bone, like core level. And sometimes that can be overwhelming, you know, to like good news is like intense, bad, you know, oops, you know, news I don't like is intense. And the cold showers have um, given me an opportunity to really look at like what happens on, goes on in my head that creates like this, this anxiety, this, this butterfly feeling in my stomach and the lump in my throat. And I have to be honest, like when I first, you know, started taking cold showers, I was afraid to get in the cold water. Right. I was afraid of that reaction of that feeling of when the water hits me, this, that initial shock, like, but it also made me think of where else do I have that kind of response to things? You know, where else in my life does that, that same type of anxiety come up, you know, whether it's having a difficult conversation with a, uh, you know, in a, in a, on a business level, whether it's with my wife, whether it's a friend that, you know, you know, that, that real conversation that you have with people that, if you work through it, you know, friends for life, or it could mean the end of the relationship. You know what I mean? Those kind of conversations. Um, or even with business, you know, sometimes we get called reluctance and that 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 cell phone or, or you know, the phone is 500 pounds. It's a thousand pounds. And you've already like fired yourself or didn't get the business opportunity before you even picked up the phone. Because for whatever reason, there's all this stuff going on inside of you. So cold showers. I think, yeah, I get in now. I still had that reaction, but I'm more present when the water hits. It, I really feel my body light up like a Christmas tree, like literally. Um, but what it's helping with is when I get news or something happens in life, I react less and respond more, right? You can come in here and just like get in my face and, and cuss me out, right? I'm not okay with that. But there will be a response to it. If you keep doing it, it's going to be a problem. But what I'm saying is uh, I don't have that initial reaction like to everything. Everything used to be like, you know, literally like if someone had one end of the cord plugged into the wall, and the other two ends of the wire, just, just that was how I, I, I reacted to a lot of things in life. But the cold showers have helped me calm down internally and 
No, not be flatlined. I'm still, I'm still, you know, I'm, I still have my energy. I still am that emotional person, but I'm, I'm a, I, I can take in the information. I can take in the challenge. I can take in whatever it is and respond rather than react. And it's, it's been a life changer. So I encourage you, actually, I dare you to try to get, you know, uh, at least seven days in a row, 30 seconds to start off with. Now I can do as long as I need to. And, uh, you know, it's been a process. But two years into it, I just feel more confident about going into areas that I suck at, um, taking on things that I don't know. I can handle being in the unknown, you know, longer because, you know, once again, that anxiety comes up where you don't know, you, you don't have it all figured out. It's okay. You know, I can have the physical reaction without tying in the narrative or, you know, the craziness that goes on between my ears to that feeling. So just, I, I highly recommend to try it. It's been a great tool for me to um, see. I'm even talking calmer as I'm talking about my cold showers. Uh, it's definitely been a great tool to help, you know, help me manage that. And uh, number five, don't avoid making mistakes. Like I've heard a lot of people talk about this, but a lot of times we don't try things because we're afraid of failing or we don't try things because we like, we get our, you know, our world nice and neat and, and manicured and, and, and put together. And the thought of making a mistake or having to raise our hands and say, hey, I need some help. Like that is, for some people, that is totally like not okay. Like, uh-uh, I got these awards over here. I'm really good at this. I have all this stuff figured out. Why would I want to do something that I might not get in trouble for, but you know, I might have to be accountable for. Like, I don't want to go through that feeling again. But, you know, back to what I said earlier about, you know, the journey, you know, the journey, the preparation that, you know, the challenges that create the pressure in order to make the diamond. Well, making mistakes helps me with when I get the news I don't like. It's all tied in together. I wish it was separate that, you know. No, I don't wish it was separate. I'm taking it all in. You see, I'm letting go of control too. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to take this all in as it comes and figure it out and recalibrate, um, recalibrate things in a way that's going to help me, help it work for me in my life. And another area for me where I get the physical, because I'm a very tactile person. I got to touch, you know, I can't just be in the classroom and sit there and just take it all in. I have to touch. So my swimming, now I'm going into two years of swimming. I recently had a compliment where someone said, wow, you're such a good swimmer. And I remember how long I sucked at swimming, right? So this lady didn't really know how much that compliment meant to me because there's thousands of hours in the pool sucking, not good. Not, you know, not Olympic, not even close. You know what I mean? I'm like barely floating or looking like a, a injured, like 
whale shark or something out there. It's like or a seal with one fin. It's like pretty bad. But the fact that I get up in the morning and I'm not constantly, but my life is filled with things where I'm not good at it. And it keeps the humility, you know, in a place. So when I, when I have a nice dose of humility, then chances are my ego is not a part of that equation. So I really get to experience, you know, the, the whatever I'm working through to the fullest. Uh, it's like we're running out of time, but real quick on those five. Uh, life hacks. No, no, we don't want to do the life hacks, right? Uh, we get to rather than we have to. Celebrate life rather than more in death. I challenge you to take a cold shower, minimum 30 seconds. And five, don't avoid making mistakes. So happy uh, birthday. Thank you, Connie. I appreciate you. Happy birthday. We appreciate you too. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to my Hawaiian Jamaican. Go thing. celebrate, boy. Yeah, I'm about to go party. <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you for showing up and have an amazing week. Okay. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.